Welcome back to The Curlcast, a podcast dedicated to detangling the pros and woes of a curly life. I'm your host, Mira, and with me today, I don't have just one, but two guests, my good friends, Beck and Botros. Welcome Woo! to The Curlcast. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I know Beck and Botros from probably a couple years back and through, we actually are all in the same like kind of group. Um, and I've known them both individually and they're amazing people. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have them on my co-cast. So introduce yourselves. I'm glad, we, I'm glad we made the cut. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so Mira's, like Mira said, my name is Beck. Um, yeah, we've known each other for a couple of years. Um, I'm a therapist. So I'm a counselor and psychotherapist. Um, so I love working with people. Um, I have two dogs. Charlie and Ace, big shout out to them. Um, and yeah, don't get me away from any UFC or EPL <laughs> league. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, and um, so I'm Botros and um, I've known Marette for a couple of years now. And she's probably one of the very few Ranger friends that I know. <laughs> um, Nothing against Rangers, guys, just to be clear. Only love. I can't, only really, love. I can't really say much about my work, but uh, all I can say is that I work as a policy advisor to the government and I provide advice to the minister. Um, I have two dogs. One is a German Shepherd who I adore quite dearly and one is um, 15 years old and she's a Maltese. And in my free time, I love watching footy and playing soccer, and I'm a very sporty guy. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. That's all right. Um, and so today's topic is a bit of a saucy one. It's called the chivalrous curl. Um, well, otherwise known as, is chivalry dead? Is it actually dead? Um, and that's why I have a male and a female guest so that we can have a balanced discussion about this topic. So y'all can't come for me and say, oh, you've only had a female or only, <laughs> only represented the male perspective. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying my best here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, just full disclaimer, we are not experts. We're mm. just having a friendly chat. Opinions are welcome after. Don't come for us, please. <laughs> please don't. Um, but yeah, I guess the best way to start is probably let's define chivalry. So I did some research, not really, I just went on Cambridge, the dictionary, <laughs> and I asked it, what's chivalry? And it said two definitions, very polite, honest, and kind behavior, especially by men towards women. And the second definition was the system of behavior followed by knights in the medieval period of history that put a high value on honor, kindness, and courage. What do you guys think? Mm. Or do you have anything to add? <laughs> I think that's pretty much, uh, you've pretty much covered the key tenets of chivalry. Um, and it is a very, it is a very um, important code which the knights back in the medieval times um, used to not only guide their, um, their, the, you know, their senses and their, um, you know, their personalities, but how they treated people around them. And that, that literally, that was fundamental to who they were back then. And they had a very virtuous position in society all right yeah. so it is very similar to um to the japanese code of ethics which samurais use and they call it the seven virtues of bushido and it's courage it's justice it's loyalty it's benevolence and humility and honesty and, and the way it works in japan is that if they break any of those codes they're stripped of their samurai status and that's why the samurai and you know I've, I've did a bit of um japanese sword fighting and um a long time ago and one of the things is that you have to strictly apply bushido in this sport and you know if you don't it's called kendo it's by the way the sports are called kendo if you don't apply bushido you can't practice as a kendo fighter if you don't apply bushido so it's very important and it's something that generally resonates in the community particularly around men but i think it's uh, definitely up for discussion particularly yeah, in this day absolutely. and age and yeah. it's definitely worth discussing yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why we're here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i actually like very similarly when i was kind of thinking like how do i even define what chivalry is and yet it takes us back to like the medieval knights as well and they also have very similar virtues by which they had to adhere to to be even considered worthy to be a knight 
and not just in their duty and like their work as a knight, but in their day-to-day life, they had to actually practice these virtues. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found like a modern definition of like chivalry. Yeah, I did my research. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> unlike me. <laughs> but um, and it says it's an individual who uses courtesy and thoughtfulness to demonstrate commitment, respect, compassion, and trust. And there's no hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. Wait, was... did you get that from like Berkeley International? Probably. Because yeah. <laughs> I think I have that definition. Yeah, amazing, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And I like that it says it's an individual. Mm-hmm. So in, whereas in like the normal like Cambridge one, it's like, especially by men toward women. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, it's an especially for a reason. Yeah. I would say. Yes we'll probably touch on all of that but i guess like that's like the objective kind of definitions or in this case like code of conduct or whatnot i guess personally to you guys like Mm. as youth in the 21st century what does chivalry mean to you i think um this the issue with chivalry (laughs) in this day and age is that um i think people don't seem to understand it very well and it's particularly young men. And I think a lot of men are quite seduced by what they see in the media. Mm-hmm. And the media has done an incredible job mm-hmm. at kind of um, mixing, mix, if colloquially speaking, mixing and matching with like, you know, what's right and what's wrong. And there's a way, like I, feel, I remember reading an article saying that in the 21st century, we what we believe is right is actually wrong and what is wrong is right. And... Um, I think, you know, that comes down to how society has progressed, um, you know, on a social level. And um, if you look at a lot of men and, you know, men, you know, when they swear quite often and by the way, I do swear every now and then. So <laughs> I have to, I have to, you know, this is confess. A safe space. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the problem is, you know, men swearing in front of, you know, their girlfriends or wives, they think it's right. I think they think it's, you know, it's, 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 it's common courtesy. Or they think it's something that you know, but won't be is not punishable by any sort of means in this day and age because no one calls it out. Mm-hmm. So they let it just you know they let this kind of continue on, and we as you know a lot of men kind of latch onto it. They see their friends doing it, so therefore I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same with other you know other ways in terms of how they engage with you know with women in general. Um, they some guys want certain things and um they see women as commodities and not mm-hmm. as actual human beings and unfortunately that's kind of now what's the word um it's it's kind of sp- spread across, across the western world it's, it's been normalized yeah. essentially yeah yeah so it's it's something that unfortunately has changed um within the social construct of humanity particularly as we kind of delve further into the 21st century and um yeah it's it's um, it's quite unfortunate and there are a lot of good guys out there who've kind of tried to maintain those those virtuous beliefs mm-hmm. um the super reviews and unfortunately a lot of them you know they they they, they become a minority and mm-hmm. there's a sense of being ostracized now for either being too nice or being you know nice is perceived as perceived mm-hmm. as weak for example mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. um you know i have a friend and she was um she was telling me how she was you know dating um this guy from canberra for many years and she said oh he's too nice he doesn't stand up for himself and you know i just don't think it was ever going to work in the long term and and uh, and she kept saying he was too nice he was too nice mm. girl and girl, that's you did a good one go i was a bit puzzled to be honest i kept asking like isn't nice a good thing? She goes, mm. yeah, but he was too nice. What does that mean? I, I asked her, what does that mean? She wouldn't like she he's wouldn't a pushover. An like what? Like she, you know, she's she's saying that oh, he just you know, uh, if I ask for something, he would say yes, and he would always get me flowers on Valentine's Day. Does she want to? And I'm like, well, that's what this, that's what's expected of Beck, a guy. As a as a counselor, what do you what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm speechless. I don't know. I'm not speechless, <laughs> but like I think. In this day and age, like, and I always say to, like, especially, like, with girls, like, when they do, like, are interested in a guy and, like, or, like, vice versa, like, if you don't know yourself first, like, mm-hmm. how will you know what you want? Mm-hmm. And I think in, like, that instance, it's, like, 
you want a nice guy that's going to bring you flowers and it's going to be thoughtful and chivalrous. But then it's like, I'm going to turn around and be like, oh, but that's too nice. So it's like, okay, well, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Like, and actually we're going to get into what our audience said, but one of our mm. audience members actually touched on this point really well. And I'll, yeah. I'll save it, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Where, where is the line? There's no, like, where's the line? It's so fine. Yeah. Do you know what, I think what play, what, what has played a detrimental role in, in the concept of chivalry is social media. Mm. Um, I think social media has proliferated this view of what a guy should like ought to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, 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 and if that's propagated by, you know, the general, um, media such as like movies or TV series and, and it kind of creates, it, it has, conf- it confuses a lot of women. A lot of mm. women are confused as to what is, what is good and what is bad. What is the definition of a good guy? They can look, watch, you know, they could watch a show such as um, Married at First Sight. And to see, they see a guy on that show and they, this guy carries these, um, these views and, and um, you know, the way he, you know, he talks about his previous relationships and he's got the looks and, you know, I can question the, in, the intellect, but mm. that's another thing. But, <laughs> They're a cloud with legs. That's but, what they look like. But women get attracted <laughs> to that sort of thing. They get yeah. attracted to simply the looks. They get attracted to, you know, just there's this buff guy who goes to the gym seven days a week. But it's all good and it's all well and good in the short term. But in the long term, if you commit to a relationship with some guy who hasn't given you some sort of trajectory in his life, how, how you guys are going to move together? And he doesn't possess those virtues of chivalry. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what are the chance? Well, where, where, what is the likelihood of that sort of relationship succeeding? And I think that's where a lot of women kind of stumble across because, I, and as I said, it's it comes down to the role social media and the media in general has played in defining a gentleman. Mm-hmm. You can look look at the movies of the nineteen sixties, for example. Look, you got the actors like you know, um, you got Dean Martin, you got Paul Newman, you got Frank Sinatra, you got Steve McQueen, and. They, they, they perceive themselves as gentlemen in the movies. They're the ones who are the heroes of the day. They, you know, they, they treat the women like, you know, you, you got to cherish this, you got to cherish this girl because you, you know, you got to do whatever it takes to protect her and to, to make her happy. Mm-hmm. But now you look at the sh- shows today and men, unfortunately, they treat women in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. They, they see them as a commodity. Like you watch these movies where they just do have these, you know, one night stands and they move on to another guy mm-hmm. or another, another girl. girl. Yeah. In this day and age, that's probably, that's probably appropriate. Yeah. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is that see, see that significant, yeah. like, you know, that differentiation between what's, we you know, how, you know, the chivalry was well and like well and truly alive in the 50s, 60s, 70s. All right. You know, men were very virtuous. They, they, women, they were, you know, you know, men were like treated them like queens. But now, um, women, are, they are just, they just let men kind of dictate the show. You know, mm. they, they, they buy into this sort of narrative that this is what a guy is, you know, so what if he swears a lot? It's, it kind of defines masculinity. Mm. Well, know. he can be transparent can, in front of me. It's yeah. who he is. Yeah, it's who yeah. he is. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's, that's, that's something that unfortunately... And it is the role of the media to sort of address that because it does help spread the message, but they are sending the wrong message right mm. now. Mm. And it is the wrong message. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, I think like, I'm just thinking, reflecting on my own life, like as like a young woman, um, I, I've experienced chivalry, but in a way that like, kind of like, it's like the 1950s, like, you know, mm. open the door, um, buy you food kind of thing like take you give you a lift but then I always feel like Beck kind of touched on it with her definition like it's kind of like in they want something in exchange it's like ingenuine yeah, chivalry yeah. it's There's almost always something to like have in return yeah it's almost like to tick a box or yeah. to be like so she can't say that I didn't treat her well or mm. she can't say that um you know like she can't deny me this thing and it it was never explicitly said in my experience like no one ever like put Mm. me in a weird situation but i just felt like a pressure to like give like some guys a chance just because he did those like what i now realize are like bare minimum things Mm. you know um and especially in this day and age where like you said but like a lot of men just don't do it at all when a guy does do that, like as a woman, I perceive that as like, wow, mm, it's like above he's and beyond. a hot shot. Like he's yeah. actually like going out of his way, but really like that's the bare minimum. Mm. Like that was the standard, like say for our grandparents, like our grandpas would do that anyways, like mm. without being asked or being guilted into it. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. I was sorry. Yeah, you go, you go. I was actually going to say, um, like, based on like this kind of train of thought as well, like, the topic of like nature and nurture also has like a big role in like what chivalry looks like. Mm-hmm. And like, I know people they were like raised in like the farmlands, and they're some of like the nicest, most down to earth, kindest people that I may know. Not to say that people that like were brought up in the city are not or can't be, but it's like the way that they raised or the things that they taught and how to respect women, how to respect men and like how to deal with people in like a a decent manner is very different. Mm -hmm. And like, I think even from there, that's where like the whole concept of like chivalry is like, like what Botch like touched on with masculinity, it can get so skewed and then they get, there's a lot of confusion, so much confusion. Yeah. Like I hear girls would actually generally say, but they get a they 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 um what's the word they 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 appealed by this by the ideal man who swears a lot or he just has has an you know some sort of arrogant attitude because that's mm. a sign of strength. Mm. But if you go back to the days when men were genuine gentlemen, like arrogance was actually perceived as a weakness, mm. and um, I, I think a lot of like, you know I, I know a few guys who are in relationships and. And, um, and, you know, some of them tend to carry those, uh, you know, the arrogant, tra- um, you know, sort of traits. And, you know, I asked their girlfriends, I'm like, you know, do, 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 how do you kind of get along with this? And they're like, oh, he is what he is. You just deal with I'm it. like, you got to deal with it. Just kind of, you got to move on and accept Girl, the fact. there are more fish in the sea. But yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> you know, it's quite interesting but, because, yeah. um, you know, like... Um, um, back in the days, men generally kind of, they had to show kindness. They had to show sense of courage. They had to show a sense of, um, you know, being a fine gentleman, open the door for mm. the woman, you know, um, you know, just always, you know, being right by her side or letting her be you know, in front of you or whatnot, just to show a sign, but you're protecting her. Um, if you look at the, I think the lion prides, for example, the lion, the, um, the, the females are always in front and the lions are always at the back. Mm. Like they're there to protect mm. the, the female yeah. lions. And it's not like, I think I was reading like things like online, like blog posts and whatnot. And it's not like, because, because as a female, and I definitely fell into this trap as a teenager where it's like, I don't need no man to like yeah. protect me. Like I can do everything. And it's true. Like I can do everything, but it's also nice. Like now that I'm, I'm 25 and I'm like, a single female it's like no i actually want someone to treat me well mm. and make me feel special and like you know like take a load a bit off me like i don't have to be like the hero every time um and i guess like some females are like oh i can do it myself i can open the door i was definitely that girl i can yeah. do it open the door myself <laughs> but it's like no it's just like it, it, he's just trying to show you that you're special mm. like yeah. and and you're not like every other girl like if you want to be like every other girl like oh like why would i go out with you like you know yeah. But it's also, like, it's not, like, just because, like, us women, like, we can do things that, like, guys can as well, doesn't mean that, like, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we are very capable of doing things. We are. Like, very capable. We are, we are. But, like, it's nice to have that companion with you mm-hmm. and to, like, help alleviate any, like, stresses like that for you. So it's not like, it doesn't question your ability to do things, to have a chivalrous man. Yeah. It, it's, like, it's such a giddy feeling. <laughs> like when they do something nice for you or if they surprise you with something or like it's just when they think of you in like a small detail like it makes you feel special and like that's that's something that lasts a really long time yeah so when they're like oh he's too nice it's like yeah but niceness goes a really long way in the long I think, run. <laughs> yeah like think about where you want to be in the future like yeah. if, if you are wanting to be with this man like long term like create a family with him do mm. you want what kind of traits do you want him to treat you with when you're like 50, 60, 70, 80? How, how do you want him to be an mm. example to your kids one day? I think that's like something for me that like I always reflect on. It's like if I ever have a son or a daughter, how do I want this yeah. guy to affect them? You know, like if he's an arrogant guy, do I want an arrogant son? Like I mm. don't, you know, um, or like, do I want to do I do I want to see my daughter like repeat patterns? Like, if I like get with someone that's not the best, do I want her to repeat you those patterns? The right example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you gotta. It's a lot bigger than yeah than just like flowers and opening doors. Like I think that's just like mm. like I said, bare minimum. Absolutely. But it's all like leading up to something bigger. Mm. Um, I will like kind of throw a little question in there though. Is chivalry limited to just men? No. 
I, no, I don't agree. That was like the quickest response. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, we need to be chivalrous too. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I, I think it's purely reciprocal. Mm, Spot on. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think we shouldn't, as females, like, like I'm just kind of speaking for us. Mm. I don't think we, we need, we owe it to, like, if we find a chivalrous man, we owe it to him that we also reciprocate that. And, absolutely. You know do nice things for him too if he respects me i will maybe not like opening the door for you but you know like in other ways like i think we can edify our men in other ways that Mm. would matter a lot to them like especially as them wanting to be like the stronger counterpart like trying to you know support them in that and like offload on them the things that they don't need to worry about yeah like yeah Mm. and like if i'm going to touch on like what we were talking about about at the beginning um, especially with like the knights and like their virtues these are not just limited to just men <laughs> like women we also need to be courageous we should also you know stand up for what is right we should have mercy on other people we should be generous have some faith be noble be hopeful and without like, that like the whole like without ulterior motive as with well no ulterior motive yeah. Like, just be, like, a decent person. Be a decent person, yeah. I think it'd be a issue is that when a guy, because, like, you know, when he's, you know, displaying this sense of, like, immense kindness and being too nice and so forth, and if, if, if it's not being, like, you know, given in return, then it creates a lot of uncertainty in the guy's, in the guy's mind, and he starts questioning whether, like, you know, the, you know, she, does she appreciate what, you know, what I'm doing, you know? And that it kind of, you know, it starts to potentially create this, you know, these, this, this idea that maybe she's not, you know, she just, she's not interested or she's hmm. just, you know, taking advantage of me even hmm. so. Hmm. Um, so I think, I think that there is a role, um, the, w- the woman has a role to actually kind of make sure that, you know, there is some sort of kindness or something being given in return hmm. and, you know, it needs to be shown. It needs to be like. It needs to be seen by mm-hmm. the guys we need to have that sense of appreciation so the guy knows that you know he's doing the right thing he's doing mm. a good thing and then that gives him a bit of like an incentive to carry on doing it because as you say the bare minimum if, it, if the bare minimum is accepted then the guy will just draw the line on where chivalry is draw just draw the line on it then he'll just then show his true color he won't put any extra effort in mm. and he'll just become a you know colloquially speaking a douchebag mm. <laughs> yeah because yeah. why, why should he put any effort or vice versa why why mm. should a girl put more effort for a guy that doesn't you know appreciate what she does for him mm. as well yeah, exactly like, yeah. i think even like in friendships like why would you even go like go the extra mile if your friend isn't ever going to acknowledge it exactly you know? mm. yeah, exactly yeah yeah absolutely so this is a nice segue into mm. what our audience has kind of uh fed into this topic so i so i did a story right so actually when this episode comes out it'll probably be in a couple of weeks but i did a story yesterday yes yesterday on the kelcast with a poll saying based on your personal experience i chose those words very carefully Mm -hmm. or -hmm. personal opinion so that it's like from your perspective is chivalry dead and i checked it this morning after the story expired and we had 57 votes Yes, it's not a lot from like the 900 or so that I have. It's not like Guys, a, come on. It's not. It's a good, it's a good sample size. It's a, I, I, I'm, I'm just happy that people participated. So I'm like, yes. yay. Um, but surprisingly enough, I, or I thought it was surprising. Maybe you guys don't think it's surprising. Um, 26, like 26 people out of the 57 voted yes, chivalry is dead. Ooh. And 31 said no. And I will add another thing. It's tight. The respondents are both male and female, single in relationships or married, and both are like both like or like actually not both. All of these types are represented across both groups. So we have mm. men that are saying chivalry is dead. We have men that are saying no, it's not. Mm. We have married women that are saying chivalry is dead. No. <laughs> yeah. And wow. by the way, I know this because like some people actually know them like personally. Yeah. But I mean like that's why that's how I know like this information. Yeah. But I mean like we have people in both schools of thoughts. Like we have. Single women being like chivalry is not dead. Like we have, mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So what do you what do you guys think? I thought this was I was shook personally. Like I am shook, but at the same time, like I'm not surprised. And I think it just really just comes down to like, and I guess if your choice of words was very specific about from your personal experiences, like I see a lot of clients who they latch on to the first specific experience of an event. And then every other decision that they make in life 
circles back to that experience. So they could, that person could have had like one really bad experience with someone that was not chivalrous or didn't have qualities of a chivalrous person. And this is like, yep, yeah, like I've mm. got no hope left. Chivalry mm. is dead. But at the same time, like I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised to be honest. Mm. I guess because it's chivalry, chivalry is not really. <laughs> Mirai's upset. <laughs> sorry, Mirai. Sorry She's to break. Like, where's the tea? Sorry to break it to you. But I guess, to, like, I guess, it, the, the, the society, the, the votes, the vote, you know, the outcome votes, can't somewhat make sense because we don't really talk about it. Mm. No, we don't. You know, if if there is yeah. a bit of education around what it is, then perhaps you'll be able to sway a large portion of those votes. Yeah, and unfortunately, that it's a discussion that we don't ne- we don't have on a on a mm. on a day to day basis. It's kind of like you know each to their own, and you know it's up to you as an individual mm-hmm. to you know to do what is right and what is wrong. You know, you every, it is expected in society that everyone knows what is right and what is wrong. But as I said, with all this proliferation of media garbage or social media, um, you know, indoctrination of whatever it is, I think like it it, it is a discussion we need to have. Yeah. And that's why mm. some people, the people who may say chivalry is dead, may perceive, you know, may have a different worldview from people who say chivalry is not yeah. dead. Mm. Because what, as I said, what is right and what is wrong? It is very, very, it's a gray area now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not what it used to be black and white, you know. If you're swearing in the street, if you, you know, use profanities in the street, that is, that is wrong. And back in the day, so, you know, that was, you know, there was a significant fine given to the mm. person who, you know, who said the S word. But now you can say the S word on the street and, you know, the person across the road will say the S word back to you as a gesture of like, you know, he's my mate. <laughs> Lol. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's all become great. Actually, funny story. I was actually looking up other podcasts potentially that spoke about this topic. So I put on Spotify Chivalry's Dead and I got a song. I didn't even get an episode. And oh my then... gosh. I think I came across the same song. What is it? What is it's it? called Chivalry's Dead. I actually didn't even... <laughs> I didn't want to listen to it because honestly, like personal opinion, like, like, as in like, I know, like logically I know chivalry is not dead, but I think emotionally, I think chivalry is dead. And I was like, I don't need more emotional Mm. stimulus to make me think it's even more dead. And then even on YouTube, like I was like, let's see, maybe like someone did like a commentary on YouTube. The freaking same song came, sorry for my, (laughs) for my language. That profanity. (laughs) The profanity. The same song came on Vivo and I'm like no I yeah. want give me content <laughs> like yeah well <laughs> but I guess like again it goes back to media like literally someone released a song about Shuri Z and maybe maybe I actually haven't listened to it and I'm really sorry to the artist if like it's yeah. actually like there's like a twist in there that he's like actually it's not I'm mm. really sorry for like assuming but I guess like I was triggered I was like yeah yeah like what's going on like <laughs> I actually like the other day like I was in Parramatta and I was just like walking along. It was like late at night. And there were like these two girls, like probably like late teens or something. And then like a group of guys, like they're obviously like friends, but they're like yelling at each other, like profanities at each other, like across the street. And I'm like, where's like the respect? Like it's like gone. Mm. And then that's what made me think I'm like, is chivalry dead? Like Chivalry is dead in Parramatta. <laughs> no no shade then, to anyone. No shade to anyone in Parramatta. Also, disclaimer: we all live in the West. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> we can't even say it. <laughs> like, as in, like we are not like Easties, like yeah. condemning Westies. Only. No, no. But yeah, and like I saw that happening, and I turned and I was just like, "What is going on? Like, where's the respect for women? Mm. Where's the respect for men? Like, and that got me thinking again. Like, maybe it is dead. Mm. And then it just it just played with my mind a bit, and I'm just like. Hmm. what's going on yeah like it's changing the world is changing when it comes to things like chivalrous behavior yeah like i think (laughs) i've had many experiences where i'd be like out late even with my car like not necessarily catching public transport and like my guy friends who i've known for years (laughs) would just like leave me to Mm. walk by myself like they'd be like hey do you need like someone to walk into your car i'd be like yeah and maybe i'd like need to go to the bathroom or like you know, just like yeah. say bye to someone. And then like, I turn around and they're gone. And then I'm like, well, gee, thanks. Like, wow. You know, where it's like, yeah. I felt really like disrespected because it's like, if it was me, like, like if the not that I need a guy to protect, but if the situation was reversed, I would walk with them like mm. to the car. Yeah, yeah. And one time, actually, this was really funny. I was at a 21st 
and um I was talking to this guy who I'd met but like we were actually like talking like just friendly really nicely and then um like it was getting time to go so I was like hey can you do me a favor like I parked my car in like a really sketchy area like do you mind if you just like it's two seconds like just take me to the car and then I'll drop you back and he's like people still do that mm. <laughs> and I was like Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! Ended Sign up, of the times. I ended up taking a girl, like because I was like, no, thank you. Mm. I'm sorry. Like I don't know. Like, yeah. sorry to inconvenience you, but I feel like again, where's the respect? Like, like I see, I see. Obviously, females also really disrespecting guys and really mm, like, absolutely, you know, hating on them. And it's like that's not good either. Like, yeah. Like, where's the thoughtfulness? Where's the thoughtfulness? I guess, like, regardless of whether, you know, there is a bit of, like, you know, the girls don't show a sense of appreciation or not, I guess the guy still needs to set the standard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I believe that opening the door for the woman or taking walking into their car, not only, it's not an obligation, it's second nature. Mm. It, it's something you just, it's, it should be embedded in the guy's mind. And, he, you know, he should have been taught that, that those, you know, those sorts of values growing up. And, you know, yeah, the other day I was I was at the office at work and um, um, I was having lunch and there was a, there was a guy at you know adjacent from where I was sitting at the table where the lift was and he he just he was just holding his arm over the lift door and I'm thinking to myself who's he waiting for and just out of the corner of my eye I was this old lady on the wheelchair yeah. oh, on the walk with a walking stick and all I, I can hear is saying God bless you God mm. bless you and the guy just like he didn't like he didn't like you know kind of shower himself in all in all of his in all glory for doing the right thing because. He knows it's just it's just a right thing to do. It's a courteous yeah, thing yeah. to do. It's second nature. You've done what you need to do. Just you know, keep going. Mm. And yeah. you know, and it applies to all situations, Absolutely. not just to your girlfriend or someone you know mm. very well. If you see like a someone like who's it extends you know, beyond it extends beyond that. It's like it's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Exactly. And that and I think that's what my issue is like when I've gone on dates and guys would do that to like do mm. that like those chivalrous things for me, but I felt like it was like ingenuine ingenuine the first thing that would go through my mind is like would they do that for other people like would they even would would they even do it for me in like two months time after we've gotten over that like honeymoon state like yeah yeah like it's it's a way of life it's not just limited to like your romantic relationships like and i Mm. think also women the bit about ulterior motives in Mm. your in your definition like no offense us like to girls but we definitely like have ulterior motives most of the time when we're nice to guys like not like as in like we're usually we're like we i'm trying to articulate my words we are sometimes nice to guys only the ones that we want to know us yeah like you know what i mean like but every other guy no thank you irrelevant you know like don't talk to me Mm. and that's not okay yeah (laughs) that is not okay and and i'm like that's not like I've definitely been there as a young, stupid youth <laughs> where, you know, yeah, I was nasty to a guy because I just genuinely didn't want his attention. And, and not even like in a romantic, like I just didn't want his attention at all. And looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I was think, terrible. <laughs> like, do you think that could be could have been a cultural thing? Because I, I, I actually, uh, I was having a chat with someone and he's saying that like, you know, the culture has put, kind of places pressure on all these people within our community to like, you know, tick these boxes you go to school you get do well in the HSC you go to uni and you graduate and you get married and you have kids that's it that's mm-hmm. it's a it's yeah. a simple list of things to do mm-hmm. and once you finish uni you've, you've kind of in your mind you've set out what the type of guy you want yeah all right and then you know one day some guy who comes completely out of this fear of your own mindset someone like you didn't like you know someone who's, who's something someone you don't expect to mm-hmm. kind of like you know be within your like within your area mm-hmm. comes up to you and, and says you know wants to talk to you and you just kind of like palm him off because he's not the type of guy that mm. you want but he's perhaps the type of guy you want is not is 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 probably far less chivalrous compared to the person who actually approached you or, or even then, like you don't know what you need exactly, as well like exactly I think, yeah exactly and then and then you, you're so adamant that you want this particular person it's kind of like you know it's 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 illustrated in your mind when you eventually get to that guy you find that guy and you realize that there is nothing virtuous about this person yeah mm. he may he may have a trillion dollars sitting in his pocket but that's about it money yeah. is tangible it's nothing. it's it's you know it's yeah. it's you know it's materialistic mm-hmm. but having the the love and the you know the commitment and the you know the chivalry of a guy 
is into like it's it forever. It's longer. there till the end of time, mm. to yeah. the end of your life. So you know, I've seen people with deep pockets and you know meaningless relationships. Yeah. Because they, you know the guy, the girl have this portrayed of a guy or girl in a certain image, and you know this is what I want. Then when they get it, then over time they realize it's never going to work out. Yeah. And you look at look like I'll give you a good example, like Kim Kardashian or someone like that. You know, they have mm. relationships last far less than the, the, the amount of times it takes me my to change my undies. Expires. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like I, like this is a bit of a guilty, like guilty pleasure. But I used to love watching Keeping mm. Up with the Kardashians. Oh, everyone's watching. I've seen people do. Yeah, and exactly. I, I, no, but I, I watched it again recently on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, lol. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. When I saw that they had some seasons, and one of the seasons was um the one where Kim and Kanye got like engaged and mm-hmm. married, and. Kim is like, he's the best. He's it for me. I like, he's the one. He's the one I was waiting for. My eyes this rolled why, back like three this times. This is why, like, you know, basically, I like, you know, this is why all the others didn't work out because, like, Kanye and I are forever with Kim Ye. And then I'm like, literally, like, like Whoa. I watch like some clips of the Kardashians, like the new show, the Kardashians on like Instagram, mm. yeah. where she's like making fun of him, and she's like, oh, I can't believe like that was a thing. Yeah. I'm like, and she'll be like, Oh, honey, like I've been married three times. Like she's flexing that she's had failed relationships. I'm like, Girl, what are you doing? Like, and also the way she talks about him. Like, look, I know Kanye West is 100 like not okay, as in like <laughs> I, I'm not condoning his behavior, but also like I feel like the words that the mother of his children is publicly saying mm. about him on her very public show like surely they just make them matter like matters worse like yeah when she's like oh kanye he he goes again can you believe he said that about my outfit like like girl have respect just get a better kids. outfit like <laughs> four kids with him like yeah. regardless of if even if he's a nasty person like like he's still the father the of your example kids. for your children yeah your kids are gonna grow up and see see you bad mouthing their dad and she's always like i would never bad mouth but you just did that's the sort of thing that where people you know kids grow up and see their parents doing that they're going to accept that behavior is normal and mm. yeah. that essentially kills off any any chances of chivalry living on yeah and yeah. what worries me about the next generation is that this generation that's growing up particularly children this children's generation they they are absolutely being exploited by at filth on both social media and on television in general um you know i grew up with a couple of reality tv shows here and there like big brother and so on but right now what's happening is a complete inundation of Mm. reality tv complete inundation you know a 15 year old kid can just switch on instagram and she you know she she goes on to like a page on instagram that has like related images and Mm. it's just completely like a page full of girls in bikini and she goes that's that's the image I want. That's the standard. That's the standard. Mm-hmm. That that's that's how by. I. That's how I can be accepted. Yeah, yeah. Just so dangerous. Yeah, and that feeds in to this, you know, the the slow, the, the the decline of chivalry, because what happens is that when you know when a guy kind of like sees a girl like that and he kind of he has these my you know he's like oh she's like you know I'm gonna say a slut. Or she's mm-hmm. this and that, and that kind of that kills off any chance of chivalry absolutely. because social media, again, as I said, has absolutely plays like, a detrimental role mm-hmm. in all of this, mm-hmm. and uh, it comes down like I think family is crucial in these aspects, mm-hmm. huge like imperative, yeah. absolutely imperative. I think like the parents need to kind of find, kind of try and navigate their children through these sorts of like really really significant um, times in the sense of like the evolving continuous. Um, evolving situation of social media and the media in general, mm-hmm. but um, you know, if a, if if a child is brought up in a, in a in a way where their parents set the standard, then that kid will look up and you know click on social media and say this is not right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you know, why why are guys commenting on this girl's page like say you know you know the girl posts something and the guy will say some nasty things, she will know straight away that this is this is wrong. Mm. And then, you know, if a girl is brought up in a completely different way, she might just go back and just start arguing with this guy saying, oh, you're so-and-so. And mm. it's a, it sets an unfortunate stand. So. It does. Yeah. On that note, actually, I'm going to kind of segue it a bit, but we're going to bring it back to what the audience said. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we like to get carried away here. Um, but I'm going to share some of, like, direct quotes of, like, what people sent me um, as well in addition to their vote. So I had – this is a male perspective, young male – Um, In my opinion, the percentage of people that would appreciate it being chivalry Mm -hmm. um, and be attracted to it is way less than half because you saw that the 
as he was voting that it was like 50 50 yeah. mm-hmm. um hence it is dead or dying very quickly absolutely and it goes back to like yeah like how you're raised how you're like as in like if you are like as a female if you're kind of conditioned to think that chivalry is dead when a guy is chivalrous to you you're not going to be like you're not going to be attracted to it you'll be like that's mm. goofy mm-hmm. that's so like yeah like 2000 and late and i think as well like i remember like this one like line like that people used to say it's just like nice guys finish last it's like oh i hate that (laughs) i hate that line so much i I despise it and i hate it when a guy says it because i think with if you feel that way Mm. you're just not talking to the right girl yeah Mm. Yeah. absolutely yeah like there's someone there that there's something wrong like you're and it's the same with girls like you know, if a girl feels like, and I've definitely felt this way. Like, I'm like, oh, like, you know, maybe because I'm like too friendly or too nice. But it's like, no, you just haven't met like a yeah. guy. Like, that's not. They'll accept that part. Yeah, like, Absolutely. you've just met a douchebag. That's Literally. what you do. <laughs> you got to go through the weeds to get to the road. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it's all about framing. Yeah. But I really felt like for this, like, mm. particular, like, um, audience member, because like, yeah, like, it's true. Like, mm. in a way, it is hard for a guy even if a guy is willingly chivalrous and is willing to continue to be chivalrous if he's never getting any like good reinforcement for it like why is he gonna keep trying yeah no one's gonna appreciate it Mm. yeah and then this is a female perspective again like young female i think for me like chivalry means someone more so um someone okay wait sorry someone more so a guy being able to be selfless going out of their way for another person not necessarily a girl mm. what what peter what just <laughs> sometimes what just goes by peter <laughs> there you have it <laughs> secrets out because i wrote peter in my notes and sometimes whatever anyways putting back to the quote putting their needs of others before themselves it has to be something that the person wants to do rather than something they've been yeah, nagged exactly. to do exactly I agree. 100%. Yeah. And I think we're living in such a society and a generation where it's just like, it's about me. And it's like, well, what about the others? Mm -hmm. Like the example, like what just mentioned of like opening the door for an elderly lady, you know, and it's just like, you're not going to marry her. Like, no, it's just being like, just being sure, like decent, you know, being thoughtful. Yeah. I can't imagine just being like, letting the door close as this like, like like the poor woman, man. Yeah. Like, and then you're going to what? You're going to watch her struggle. Good example. How you're on the train. Mm. Like, you know, I was on Offering the train. Offering a seat. And um, yeah. there was uh, literally I was, I was sitting down. I think where was it? Was so, uh, I was coming back from the Sydney FC Wanderers game, and I'm um, just sitting there. And I noticed that there was a girl sitting right next to me, and she just got off the seat. You know, between the two stations. I'm thinking to myself, and there was a lot of people on the train. I'm thinking to myself, why did you? You know, maybe I should take the seat. But I wasn't aware that right next to, her, but behind the crowd, there was a lady with a pram mm. and with a baby. And she just she just got up, but the lady said thank you, and the girl just walked away. Well, it's, it's not she wasn't there to to claim credit. She's not putting credit. on a show. She's not there yeah. to claim credit, but it was just it's natural courtesy. It is simply doing the right thing. It's simply yeah. just going out of your way and just doing it a second nature and moving on. Yeah, and doing it again and again and again. Mm. Yeah, it's not doing it one time. Here, here, look, check me out, guys. I'm 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 a yeah. Superman now. I'm a hero. Mm. Kind of you know, flower me of your goodness, kind of thing. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, there should be some reinforcement, but not, like, praise. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, someone just saying thank you is enough and you can just, just see it. move on. Just yeah. know that you've done a good thing. Which actually leads into the third <laughs> comment that I have, which is, like, when anyone, again, from a young man, not just guys, voluntarily do something good, it should not be rejected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was coming, though, from more of the perspective it should be praised, but or, like, should be gratified. But I, I think... In some cases, yes, but in some cases, no. It, in some cases, like Botrus was saying, you need to just move on. Like you've done mm. your part and that's just nature and you should just continue. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a saucy question. <laughs> Are women to blame? <laughs> Are women to blame for chivalry being dead? There is a famous quote by David um, Dave Chappelle the comedian chivalry is dead women killed it mm. i don't think women killed it i think i think uh women did play a role in it i wouldn't say they killed it because 
Um, I was just thinking, like, as I said, um, you know, you mentioned it earlier before we were at, um, guys need reinforcement like, mm-hmm. when they're trying to do the right thing. But when they see that the girl's not reciprocating or giving them any sort of positive reinforcement as a result, like they kind of just retract back mm-hmm. and they say, you know what, this is not working. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just have to conform to, you know, to the status quo and what other guys are doing. And be a douche. And be an absolute douchebag. Because maybe being a douchebag may, may, you know, give me something that I want. Mm. And that, 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 that. I actually see it in so many guys. I see it in so many guys that I know where, like, they were really, like, not that they're not nice people still, but, like, mm. they were really, like, genuinely, like, lovely people. And then, like, because, like, they just weren't getting that attention from girls, they, they yeah, they became douchey and yeah. bit, bit bit of like a player and they justify they're like oh i'm just you know there doing nothing, what everyone else is doing yeah there is nothing sexy about being a player i can tell you that oh. because that that's mm-hmm. uh that becomes your downfall at the end yeah because you could you've only you've just created this perception amongst many people but you're this type of person mm. i know a lot of guys who think that being a player is you know is only going to kind of further elevate your image Mm. or that it's a phase it's like a phase. I've, I've, I've spoken to some friends where it's like oh it's just a phase I'll, one day I'll, I'll settle yeah. with like the mother of, or father or if it's a girl the father of my children and it's like like I had actually I had this moment recently with someone and I was like are they is that person who you want to be the parent to your kids it, are they looking for you mm. like are they going to look for that person in you and I was also speaking to myself because, like, I'm going through an existential crisis. But, yeah, like, like <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, am I the person that, you know, the the one, the person that I want to have kids with will want to ha- have kids with me, basically, yeah, you know? Yeah. And if it's no, then I'm doing something wrong. Like, I'm not, like, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's this sort of player attitude is not a phase for me. Like, mm. it, I've seen it firsthand. It's not a phase. It's a destination. Once you're in there, you're never getting out of it. Can't get out. And um, you know, I feel like this. It gives a, a lot of guys a lot of like a sense of false security. If that's the way you put it. I think a lot of guys think, oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna grow up as I get older and I'm mature. I'm gonna be a nice guy. But I mean, I'm in my twenties. I'm living my life. Mm. You know, it's you know, I'm just gonna go out with as many girls as I want. It kind of, and it will probably help me personally. But in fact, it's kind of drifting you away from the notion of chivalry. It's mm. kind of making you. A more of a what's the word arrogant person um someone who's you know who views women as purely as a sort of like as a commodity as a something materialistic and, and a selfish person in general like because yeah, exactly. you're always going to be like how does this benefit me yeah mm-hmm. rather exactly, than like yeah. like if you want to be a person that you know people want to be friends with people want to be in a relationship with not 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 all at once but i mean like in general <laughs> and like you know your kids to look up to your parents to like you know be proud of you you can't just be like me, 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 me. Like, mm. how does this benefit me? Like, you have to. Yeah. If anything, the best people are the ones that don't think at all of themselves Mm-mm. and do stuff for others. You know, my initial reaction to that question, like when you said, like, did women kill, like women killed chivalry? My initial reaction was like, no, but yes. And then yes, but no. Like, I was like, elaborate, hmm. elaborate this train of thought. I gotta know this now. Like, I was, I don't know how to put it into words. Mm. I feel like as women, we can have certain standards, certain expectations, and we can drive ourselves to even get to a point where we think no one's good enough for me, Mm. or I'm above someone. And I don't want to get too much into it, but especially with our current day, with a lot of movements, Mm. um, with like females and like rights and equality and things like that it's like we're driving away like the purpose of chivalry in our lives Mm. like we're actually pushing it away sometimes Mm. like if i say i don't need a partner like a guy and this is my personal opinion like if i were to say i don't need a guy to have children i can do that my own way it's like well you're actually just getting rid of the whole purpose of it Hmm. You know, and technically you do though and you like, do because like, like biologically like biologically <laughs> no but like there needs to be a yeah. man who will donate to the sperm bank yeah who will, who will then you will go to that like there's still a man yeah like, <laughs> like there's still a man involved in the process <laughs> but i mean like you've just taken you've made it very like, like scientific you push it away. and you've you've taken out like like basically the beautiful aspect of it which is yeah. like actually two people who really love each other and they want to have it defeats a family the purpose. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, and like I see it, and I'm like, we do push chivalry away, hmm. and like, but then why is it so hard for us to accept chivalry? Sometimes because we don't think we deserve it. And that's the comes back to like the thing that I said in the yeah. beginning is like if you don't know yourself and what you want, how do you know what you're gonna want in someone else mm. or even in like other people, like mm. and how they should treat you? So like at, to an extent, I feel like we do push chivalry away, like 100%. as women. But at the same time, like we just kind of like have these expectations of men to just know what to do, yeah, without communicating it. It's like yeah, it's not how it works. Like you know, one girl will date one guy, and she's like, oh, he's too nice. And then she will date another girl. Oh, he's not nice at all. Like, figure it out. Like, yeah, what, like, find out what, what, what do you what's want? Going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ladies. Yeah. Well, like, I will say this, like, personally for me, I, like, I've, like, found myself with dud after dud after dud. Mm. <laughs> um, but, like, thankfully, it was never, like, very long. It was always, like, for one day. But then yeah. I'm always, like, why am I always with, the dud- with these duds? Like, why? how do I end up here? And I think I, like, found that, like, it's because I don't deserve, I don't think I deserve better. Which is crazy. Like so sub, kind of subconsciously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've kind of put myself I've like disadvantaged myself in the sense that like, well yeah, because the nice guy, like the, like he, he he won't like someone like me. So like I'll mm. push him away because it's easier, right? But then like obviously who's left? Everyone that sucks. Like you That's know, true. the remnants. You know? <laughs> the rubble. It's, it's something I've been trying to fight now that I'm like trying to maintain my standards in the sense that like yeah, no, like no if he's nice he's worth a shot like definitely one thousand percent worth a shot because he's rare and few and i deserve a good guy and you know Mm. like i i deserve to put my best effort so that i am the best gal for him too absolutely yeah Mm. it's difficult Mm. it's deep very spicy anyways so (laughs) let's um does anyone have anything to add before we move on no not from my end just know your worth girls and guys know your worth Yes. And that's not in like a whole, not in like a specific sense, but just like know your, know what you can accept and what you shouldn't accept and what you can tolerate, what you can't tolerate, what you can sweep under the rug, what you can't. And just, yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. important to know. Yeah. And you know what that it, a good way to know your worth is? Mm. Looking at Jesus. Oh, <laughs> segue. Love it. <laughs> so true. It's yeah, very so true. true. But to give you guys context again for our newer listeners, um, so we're all Egyptian and we're all Christian. And a big part of our life is church life and, you know, like learning more about Christ and also being part of the church community. And it would be very unlike us to leave this discussion mm. without actually bringing up, you know, who our source of like guidance guidance and Mm. everything that's good under the sun is and jesus and who is more chivalrous than jesus Mm. like and and it like i love easter so much because easter is like a constant reminder of how chivalrous god was that he literally could have he did not owe us anything Mm. to come down and save us and even even before saving us he did not owe us anything that he could have just come down you know, stayed hidden for like 30 years and then like just came out, got, got and crucified, died, mm. saved us. Like he didn't have to go out of his way and touch all yeah. those lives of all those yeah. people through his ministry. Like he didn't have to do any of that, but he did because he loves us and he's just so humble. And I think to me, like that is like the mm. ultimate example. Mm. Like, yeah, sorry. I keep saying like, take a shot every time I say like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even the way actually, that- no, I just said that after saying, don't take a shot. <laughs> Six in one. Holy like, water. Take a shot. <laughs> Holy water. <laughs> Hot mess. Um, yeah. Think, yeah. Even like the way that like Christ dealt with people and like it just shows so much honor in the way of life mm. that he had, especially the way that he dealt with women. Mm-hmm. Like I know a friend of mine, she says like, I feel like Jesus was the first feminist. Yeah, like, like true feminist, like not, yeah, not like, like the feminist of like ditch the man, like the blue <laughs> yeah. hair. I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> but I just like the way that he dealt with them was like so chivalrous. You know, like a woman came to wash his feet with the hair of her head, out of her own humility, and then he was like, no, like 
like you, yeah. stand, <laughs> like, stand, yeah. and also you'll be remembered, and you will be remembered. And we for commemorate, we commemorate her every yeah. year. I think multiple times a year. Yeah, to this and, day, we yeah. remember her acts yeah. of and something like that. I think one of the key, you know, the key tenets of um, <laughs> of Christ, um, Christ, um, his mission, his mission here on on Earth, and this resonates quite well with Shivery is that I did not come to be served but to serve mm-hmm. and that resonates quite strongly with the key tenets of chivalry mm-hmm. and chivalry is you you're here to serve this giving it's about it's about giving mm. it's about giving it's about opening that door it's about giving flowers to that person or giving a nice gift it's not taking or giving time giving time yeah. energy yeah, or, yeah exactly but the, the you know the opposite of chivalry is taking and and a lot of you know a lot of guys want you know they 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 want this. They want that. They're like, this is what I want. This is, you know, this is mm, what. And I girls need. too. Like, yeah. we're, we're no, guilty. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Girls have that as well. But yeah. I'm saying that that kind of like diminishes the um the you know the the, the stature of chivalry in this day and age, mm-hmm. where people want rather than what they can give. Yeah. And um, I think, I think that you know that underscores the importance of Christ's teachings, particularly around how he's like perhaps the most chivalrous person mm. who's ever lived. Yeah, like yeah. even if you're not a Christian, you, like just like if you just have a read about like how how his character was, how he touched the lives of others, like even if you're not religious, he's a good example to follow. Like Regardless, as in, like yeah. as a person, right? Yeah. Like as a person that was on this earth. Um, just I always a story that always gets me is the Samaritan woman. So mm. context around this woman is she goes out in the desert every day in the heat. Um, to get some water from this well because she's rejected by her own society. Because she goes out during a time where there's like literally no one, no one, around. no one there. Yeah. And but on that particular day that mm. she meets Jesus, Jesus had kind of actually ventured out of, out of his way a little bit from his ministry to go see her. Um, so he finds her at the well. He finds her, and you know they have this discourse which is really beautiful. But in a nutshell, Jesus kind of asks her a bunch of questions about her life and she answers like honestly which is basically she's had five husbands and none of them have worked out and now she's like crashing with her boyfriend and which was at the time was like really really shameful yeah. punishable by death yeah punishable by death at that time yeah. and jesus was kind of like he didn't he didn't berate her he didn't say oh well that's why you're out here in the middle of the day that's why you don't want to be seen no he like instead was like you answered truthfully but like you can turn it around and mm. here's how. And you know, like if you fall, if you drink from the everlasting water, which is obviously Christ, like you, will, you will find yourself. And she did like, she, she became the first evangelist for Christ just because of how kind he was and non-judgmental. And like, he just turned a situation that could have been very negative into like a beautiful beautiful like moment for her and she actually became saint fotini which yeah. means light enlightened one. Oh, that's yeah nice. and she actually died by being thrown in a well oh yeah <laughs> the irony. which was like a as in like a full circle moment that where she met christ is where well, she that's meet, meets him yeah well of everlasting that. life she went straight to everlasting straight life. to the source yeah, yeah. in the yeah. everlasting water yeah, I know that. yeah. Oh, fun and it's just day. like that's all yeah. because christ you know, took a chance on her, didn't, you know, it could have been very different if it was yeah. literally any other man that mm. was there, you know? Mm. And like, we can learn so much from that kind of story too. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and like kind of like to touch on very quick of like Botchus was saying about like with giving, like we're very scared to give, but there's so much good that can come from it. And even like in that example of the Samaritan woman, like being non-judgmental and just accepting, it's just like, what do you lose? nothing <laughs> you know you don't lose much by giving but you have your full yeah. reward but if you don't you do lose you lose a soul yeah you yeah, lose a soul a lot heavier yeah a lot, than a lot cup heavier. of water yeah <laughs> so good yeah. but yeah i'll just like leave it with um what christ calls us to do in the i think the pa- the paraclete epistles mm. uh not epistles well gospels <laughs> 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 don't quote me on my bible knowledge in saint john in saint john's gospel um when he says a new commandment i give to you that you love one another as i have loved you that you also love one another like one another is always emphasized that's all that we're asked to do we 
no matter our gender, no matter whether we're, you know, seeking to be in a romantic relationship or friendship or just with our family, we're called to love one another and to respect one another, just as Christ did. And as we said, he's the most chivalrous yeah. <laughs> of all. So we're called right, to be yeah. the most chivalrous as well. Yeah. yeah. And with that, we're wow. done. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So that. thank you guys. Thank you. So we'll just wrap up. Um, do we think chivalry is dead? I think it's dying. It's dying breed. But it's not dead. But it's, yeah, I agree. It dying. can be it can be revived. Yeah. I think it can be revived too. I don't think it's dead. I don't think anything is dead. There's always hope. There's always mm. a glimmer. Absolutely. And that's one of the virtues yes. of a knight. Yeah. 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 Always a glimmer. But I think it's about what your perspective is and how you want to live your life. Yeah. And I think it comes down like, you know, in order to kind of rejuvenate um, chivalry it, it just requires extensive education and getting to know what is right and what is wrong and a lot of, you know a lot of families now have the chance to kind of step into their children's life and kind of guide them mm-hmm. because kind of leaving it leaving them out in the open with the social media completely exposed that you know mm-hmm. you know at their fingertips man they, they're playing a very dangerous game yeah, yeah playing with fire so, but yeah thank you guys and now we're gonna move on to our outro segment which is probably one of my favorite segments mira's musical muse (laughs) so this is where i share my favorite song or artist that i'm listening to at the time Mm -hmm. and so right now it's mira beck and buttress's musical muse the alliteration doesn't sound it works works. (laughs) but yeah what's your musical muse you go first beck Mm. I mean, like the song that I've been like most like been hammered into like this week. I don't know why. It was like "It's My Life" by Bon Jovi. It's my life. Anything by Bon Jovi. Like I've <laughs> wait, been like. No wait, is that is that the right song? The what? It's, it's my life. It's now or never. Oh wait, no. I was thinking of. Oh my god, I was thinking of like. Um, There's another one, it's like Ricky Martin or something. No, no, the one by Gwen Stefani when she was in that band. But... It's my life, don't you forget. Sorry, no, this is like this. how most of conversations that Mira and I have. It's like us singing to each other, trying to find a song. Yeah, but it's like that or like um, Kings of Leon. Because I went to their concert recently, and it was just it slapped. So yeah, amazing. It went hard. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm I'm a bit old school. Uh, lately, I've like, I've been listening to a lot of. Um, Bocelli, I've been listening to. <gasps> I just saw him like. Yeah, recently. Ago. Yeah, he was in Sydney. Yeah, he was yeah. phenomenal. I love Bocelli. I love Bocelli. I love I love musical um, uh, overtures. Like, mm. um, for example, like I have a list of songs from like pre- movies in the past and the, the London um, Philharmonic Orchestra. They do all the theme songs from each movies, and mm. it's it's quite astounding. It's like okay. it's music to my ears, literally. Literally, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I yeah, I have a lot of that, and um, yeah, like this week for some reason I've been doing a lot of Dean Martin. It's been I love like, Dean Martin. Buona sera, buona sera. Wow. It's time to Bless. say goodnight to Napoli. Bitch, you're serenading us. <laughs> so you have a boyfriend. Very. <laughs> So Rob, <laughs> sing Dean Martin to me, please. See, that was me. That's just that's when the moon hits oh, your eyes. Isn't that Dean Martin? Like a oh, big number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you've killed Shivery now. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Yeah. That's my musical news for this mm. week. Okay, again, I'm going through an existential crisis, and I went to Spain earlier this year, mm. and I got my disposable camera photos back from Spain. Kodak. Yeah, the Kodak. Nice. Back in the days, you can get it done in like a minute. Now you no, now it's like months. multiple days. Yeah. The on, oh, that means like they really like they screwed her over, screwed me up. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I. So as a result, I was like, I just want to be in Spain again. Yeah. So I have a Spanish playlist, and I've been listening to like nice. all like the bachata and salsa oh. songs. But, Do they have what's it called? Is it flamingo? Flamingo. Music? Flamenco. Yeah. Yeah. Flamingo. It's like it's like it's like tango. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not actually. It's It's more like. Yeah, yeah. And tango is more musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more. We're cultured, guys. Yeah, yeah. But there's. I'm trying to think of a particular song that really. I feel like even if you said it, we probably wouldn't even know it. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Hey. Oh, soy afortunado. So actually, my that was my cousin's first dance song because he married Mm. a Spanish girl, and 
um i shazam the crap out of it while i was at the <laughs> wedding i was like what is this song because they were so cute they were like singing it to each other and basically it means i'm lucky that i found you like as in like my oh, friend really nice. like soy afortunado like i'm fortunate that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah love that very and serious. obviously there's like very hoey mm. songs on there too on that playlist <laughs> but spanish music just gets you like that yeah Anyways, thank you guys for featuring being my first guests on Thanks my comeback. Us, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah this I appreciate the fun. hospitality as well. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mira fed us and it was fantastic. Yeah. I know. Because <laughs> it was my mom's cooking, not mine. <laughs> but no. yeah. No, seriously. Thank you guys. You made no it worries. easy. And yeah, be back for more for sure. Like for sure. Because I have five friends and it will circle back to you very soon. <laughs> five of many. <laughs> Uh, but yeah thanks for listening guys um feel free to let us know your thoughts in the announcement post on instagram or in the dms um we're more than happy to come back for a second episode if you disagree with Mm, us i just push them on throwing them under the bus right now (laughs) but um yeah just let us know your thoughts feel free to disagree with us because we're not like i said we're not experts and follow us oh not follow us follow me on the curlcast at the curlcast um follow us on spotify apple again us and apple Podcasts. um and with that until then i bid you adieu tcc host out Yay. <laughs>